Good morning, EP. How are we doing today? Yeah, we're good. Great. Um, last Sunday, I started speaking on discerning times and seasons, and I think I've got about uh, 29 minutes left now. We started speaking about discerning times and seasons, and I started by asking this question, what would you do to have the ability to know when to make a decision, how to make a decision, and when to make a decision? What would you do in order to have the ability to know how to make a decision, when to make a decision, and what decision to make? Because it's, you find out that whether it's in the area of relationship, in the area of your career, in the area of uh, uh, your fellowship with other people, being able to understand decision making is quite crucial. And as we are going to year 2020, I cannot but emphasize that one more time. Because the decision you made yesterday determines where you are right now. And the decision you're going to make today will determine where you're going to be tomorrow. And discernment is something that every child of God needs to have and grow in. Discernment is very important because it will determine how far you will go with God. And I said last Sunday that discernment in its simplest term simply means the ability to accurately decide between truth and error. The ability to accurately decide between truth and error. And I said also that it is the ability to perceive what's happening in the spiritual realms. Sarah, do you want to sit down? Thank you. It's the ability to perceive what is happening in the spiritual realm. To know the things that God is saying at every season, at every time in, in the lives of his people. So if you have your Bible, uh, the word of God says in Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 to 10. Philippians chapter 1 9 to 10 and says this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and discernment that you may approve everyone say that you may approve that you may approve is a term that talk about that you may accurately decide on something that whether it is in the area of your spiritual life or what is happening with regards to, to your prayer life that you may approve that you may decide and be able to judge accurately what is happening because there are times that you may look at things that are happening and you may start to bind and lose and it may be God himself that's put certain things in place if you read the book of Jeremiah I think it's in Jeremiah chapter 24 at some point the the children of Israel they they started folding their hands because they were in captivity and they were in Babylon. So they, they were just praying to say, Lord, take us out of Babylon. God, take us out of here. You know, just like some people would just say, I, 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 bind, I bind Satan for these uh, difficulties and challenges I'm going through. They were asking God to take them out of the bondage of Babylon. But God at some point had to tell them, listen guys, stop praying like that. I am the one who actually put you in that bondage myself. Because I don't know what we've learned in Bible school or, I'm sorry, in, in Sunday school that God is good and he, and is God, listen to this. God is good, but his plans and his, I'm sorry, his patterns doesn't always appear good. God is always good, but his pattern and his strategies are not always appearing good. 
So the children of Israel, they were in Babylon. They were, they were in enslavement by the Chaldeans. And they were, they were not, you know, they just decided, you know, we'll be back in Jerusalem for, it, it, it will be, by the time you blink an eye. So they weren't settling down. They weren't buying properties. They weren't doing anything. And I remember the same thing. A lot of our fathers and some of uh, third generation, they came to England and they just said, well, no one is going to stay in this cold country. We'll be back in Nigeria before you realize we'll be back in Ghana, we'll be back in Caribbean or you'll be back in wherever it is. So people did not bother to invest in real estate. Because they were thinking we'll be back, we'll be back in our countries within the next five years. Who's going to stay here? Five years turned to 30 years. And before many people started realizing it, the Asians, on the other hand, got into England and started buying properties. So they began to say, well, you, you know what, we're not going to be here for a long time. And at some point, God had to say to Jeremiah to go and tell them, start buying properties in this place. Start getting married in this place. Start planting in this place. Start cultivating your land because you're going to be here for 70 years. And discernment gives you an understanding so that you are able to judge accurately. There are times you're saying, Lord, I need you to take me out of this job. And God is saying, no, you're here for the next two years because there's a pattern that you need to learn while you're here. I can't take you to a managerial level where you're still struggling to be faithful with just being a junior staff. And you're thinking, maybe they don't pray in that church. It's not that they don't pray in that church. It is you that you need to discern what God is saying. And you're saying, Lord, I, I, I just need a husband. The, the wife needs to come right now. And the Lord said, no, no. You need, would you even date yourself? You need to sort yourself out with your attitude, your mouth, your heart, your bitterness, your unforgiveness. Need to get a chill pill before I bring the man into your life so that you don't ruin the good things I'm bringing into your life. Being able to accurately judge that which is approved of God. Being able to discern it. That you may approve the things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and without offense all the days of Christ. I'm not going to flag the, um, going through everything that we did last Sunday. You should have been in church. Say to your neighbor, should have been in church to hear pastor last Sunday. So I'm not going to go over that again. But I'm just going to go on from where we uh, stopped last uh, Sunday. I said discernment will prevent you from sacrificing tomorrow's harvest on the altar of today's desire. Discernment will prevent you from sacrificing tomorrow's harvest on the altar of today's desire or the altar of today's needs. The Bible talks about uh, the Bible talks about Cain in uh, sorry um, Esau in Hebrews chapter twelve. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16 to 17. Hebrews chapter 12, 16 to 17. It says, see that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau. See that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau. Now, and if care is not taken, what happens is your senses start getting fat and your spirit start dying. Because you're listening to what is dope, but it's not building or edifying your spiritual life. Discernment will prevent you from feeding on toxic food. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. 
the spirit clearly says that in latter times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons how would you expect demons to teach in church the same question how would you expect satan to speak through peter the same way Satan spoke through Peter, the same way demons could actually speak in church through anyone who made themselves available to speak. And if you're a student of the Bible, you will find out that there's a place in the Bible in 2 Kings where a, a king was about to be destroyed. And, they, and God was saying, who is going to cause Ahab to fall? And the angel, I mean, the demons were saying these and that. And one of the demons said, I will be a lying spirit. On the lips of the prophet. So that everything they say to Ahab. Even though he might sound very intelligent. They are actually lying to him. And as you go into 2020. Discernment is very very important. So that you are not feeding on toxic food. Even though it sounds intellectually. Resoundingly excellent. In Judges chapter 14. For the point six. Discernment. Without discernment, what you want become more important than who you are. Without discernment, what you want becomes more important than who you are or whose you are. I'll repeat that. Without discernment, what you want becomes more important than who you are and whose you are. In Judges chapter 14, Samson saw a woman from the philistine and the bible said she told her parent i want her just get her for me they were saying listen don't you understand there is a consecration over your life just i don't care i just want her samson at some point because of what he wanted who he was as a deliverer and whose he was as a hand of god was no longer important it was just i want it and i want it now without discernment you will forfeit the things that you want now. You will sacrifice that. Even at the expense of whose you are. Without discernment, you will compromise the standard of God. Even my, even my year 10 student, I say to them, if a guy says you have to prove something, uh, you, you have to do this to prove that you care about, about me, I said, go and ask your dad for his baseball bat. And chase him out good. Give him a proper whack. Because never compromise who you are or whose you are because of what you want. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Praise the Lord. Right. Then the next question, the, this four question, I would like you to write it down. And I'm just rounding off for, and I'm just uh, done for today. It's important to ask these four questions. As you're going to 2020, these four questions, they will help you. These four questions, they will guide you when you are alone. They will guide you when you are in the midst of others. They will guide you when you are about to embark on projects. They will guide you when you are about to go into a relationship. These four questions, they will guide you when you are on a spiritual high or you are on a spiritual low. These four questions will guide you when you are thinking, you know what, maybe I need to just be by myself for a while. They will guide you and they will propel you into what God has for your mind. Are you ready? Number one, what season of life am I now and what is God saying? 
What season of life am I now? And what is God saying? In other words, what is the situation that heaven is saying about my, my life right now? Because the truth is, everything that we see doesn't always appear the way it should be in the spirit realm. The one question you should ask, whether in January, in March, in April, in February, whatever time is, what season of life am I now? And what is God saying? And in order to actually know that, in, in Psalm 105 verse 19, Psalm 105 verse 19, the Bible says, concerning the children of Israel, the psalmist asked God for his guidance. Why is that? Because without discernment, the things of God will look like punishment. Without discernment, the seasons of God will look like punishment. I'll repeat that. Without discernment, the seasons of God will look like punishment in your life. I was already going to my friend's wedding. I was already celebrating everybody else. And I was asking God, what's going on? I mean, I was, since I kid you not, when I was 21, I, I thought I was ready to get married. I think I had the emotional maturity to get married at 21. But I didn't even meet the person I was going to marry until I was 31. By the time I was 26, I was already going with my friends, you know, to, to their weddings. And I'm thinking, Lord, when am I going to find someone? I, I met tigers. Tigers didn't say. I met elephant. Elephants didn't stay. And because God didn't want me to marry elephant or tiger or... God wanted me to marry my Eve. But you see, without discernment, the seasons of God will look like punishments to you. It will look like punishment to you. There are times you will try for certain endeavors and it's not working and you're wondering, what is that? It might be because God is just telling you, just wait. Just wait. I'm preparing something better. Just wait. I'm preparing a better door. Just wait. I'm preparing something deeper, bigger for you. Just wait. Without discernment, the seasons of God will look like punishment. So it's important to always ask, Lord, what season of life am I in? If you read Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, when I read this, I just, it changed my perspective about what I call suffering. It totally changed my perspective. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, it was fitting that it was good that God, God thought this is, this is, I mean, this is good. It was fitting for him, for whom all, from, from whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captains of their salvation perfect through suffering. Let me break that down to you. God found it really, really nice. In order to bring you and I to salvation, to make sure the captain of our salvation suffered. And I thought, wow. Which means, those who are attached to my life, the vision and the purpose and the prospect of the future that are attached to my life, they're bigger than the pain that I'm going through right now. And if you're not careful, you will abort today's pain because you cannot withstand it. Not knowing that for a structure to be strong enough to occupy or to, uh, to accommodate something bigger, the pillar has to be deep. It was pleasing 
to him through all things are made, by whom all things are made, in bringing many sons, the people seated in this place, in bringing them to salvation, in bringing them to glory, to allow the captain of their salvation to suffer. The Bible says concerning Joseph, that until his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. God needed someone who has learned humility. Not the cocky boy that used to live in, horror, that used to live in, uh, in his father's land in Syria. That used to say, well, I had, <laughs> I had this dream. My dad and uh, I saw the moon and the star bowing before me. Duh. Uh, it means that God is going to do great things in my life. You know, sometimes Christians talk as if they, they talk in such a very arrogant way. I don't care what revelation God is giving you. You still need to, you still need to be respectful. But by the time he, go, he went through university of prison, his common sense has returned. And he was able to say to his brothers, you meant it for evil, but God has done it for good. And who am I to judge you? Sometimes it's because you've not gone through life experience. That's why you feel you can exert vengeance or unforgiveness on people. When God has tried you, and you've been through God's furnace, and you are out as gold, when people come to you, you won't even have it in you to hold bitterness. Because you know your life is not yours. In bringing many to glory, it pleased him through whom are all things to allow the captain of their salvation to go through suffering. Which means it's always important to ask, Lord, what season of life am I? The pain I'm complaining about, am I supposed to be there for now while you're preparing me? Or is it time for me to leave? Praise the Lord. I'll just go through the, the next uh, three quickly. Uh, sorry, my, my phone just died. Um, praise God. Right. So secondly, am I properly positioned to see clearly, hear properly, and act wisely? Am I properly positioned to see clearly, hear properly, and act wisely? In Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1, the prophet said, I will set my gaze on God. I will hear what he has to say to me and how I will respond when he speaks to me. In communication, there's something called, uh, the, the, it's called the chart of communication where you have the sender and then you have the receiver and then you have the medium. But in between you have what's known as the noise. And the noise interferes at every sphere of life. But if you're not properly positioned, what you will be hearing is the noise. And you're not getting the communication. And that is why building at least two or three times of retreat into your plan for the year 2020 is very crucial. Either two days or three days of retreat, shut down mobile phones. Go away somewhere. The world will not collapse in your absence. So shut the mobile phone down. And just say, Lord, I'm, I'm just here to hear you. Am I properly positioned to see clearly, to hear properly, and to act wisely? In terms of my 
life prospect, in terms of my spiritual life, am I properly positioned? Number three, who am I accountable to as a vision helper in this season? Who am I accountable to as a vision helper in this season of my life? Because God will bring people. Part of your discernment is God bringing different people into your life at different seasons of your life. People that will speak grace into your life. If you are expecting the pastor to actually rub your, your back and he's telling you off and you're thinking, really, he doesn't understand what I'm, he doesn't even understand what I'm going through. And God is saying at that time, you know what, darling, I love you so much, but shut up and listen to what your pastor is saying. Because right now, you need him as someone you are accountable to. Or your parents are saying certain things, and you're thinking, mom, what do you know? This is not your life. This is the Instagram life. And God is saying, shut up and just listen to your parents. Or your boss is trying to tell you off for something that you're doing, and you're thinking, man, I could even do a better job than you're doing. And God is saying, be humble. And shut up and listen to your boss. Who am I accountable to as a destiny helper in this season of my life? And the last one, you're going to love it so much. Who do I need to connect to or let go out of my life in this season? Who do I need to connect to or let go? At some point, Abraham loved Lot so much. But at some point, Lot had to leave. Sometimes, you, you see, it is, sometimes we think, I, I know what the Bible says about unity. I know what the Bible says about loving people, you know. But that's, sometimes the, the way, what we practice is not what the Bible says. What we do is, I love you to the end. Even when that love is not doing anything good for you. What we do is, no, we're in this together. If being in this together is actually not helpful for you. I didn't just say who. Say what and who do I need to connect to? God might be saying in the new season, I want you to operate in discernment. I need you to connect to a deeper way of studying my word. I need you to connect to a deeper way of praying with other members of the church. I need you to connect to a deeper way of listening to my word. I need you to connect to a deeper way of seeking me in taking one day every week to fast and just seek my face. And I'm not talking about the fasting where you, you uh, use coffee and tea to support the fast. That's not the kind of fast I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one that you're saying, Lord, I'm going to starve the flesh in order to let my spirit hear you. What do I need to let go out of my life? What do I need to connect to in my life this season? Who do I need to let go? And who do I need to connect to? Rise on your feet this afternoon. Discernment. Discernment. Because without discernment, a man may stay in the exile of God's promise longer than necessary. If Daniel had not prayed in Daniel chapter 9, that he said, I set my face to begin to, to pray because I understood by the books, Israel will have stayed in Babylon longer than 70 years. I guarantee you that. But somebody was discerning enough to say, Lord, you said 70 years and 70 years is coming to an end. 70 years must not be longer than that. And he began to pray. 
without discernment you might think where you are is the best place god wants to be and god has been saying how i wish this child would seek my face and know that the season to leave this place has come to an end how wish he would be discerning enough to know that where he is right now he's alien where it is because his inheritance is actually waiting how wish he stopped doing this attitude to himself and connect to the household of faith and understand what i'm saying discernment what or who do i need to let go what and who do i need to connect to what season of life am i in right now ecclesiastes talked about the season to plant and the season to reap the season to cry the season to laugh the season to build and the season to to raise up understanding the seasons of life who am i i need to start to talk to the lord right now because you will find you will meet four people in the year 2020 and you will you will meet four situations you will encounter four situations and you will meet four people in the year 2020 it's not a prophecy it's a fact of life you will meet people who are pulling you back and you will meet circumstances or event or habit that is pulling you back you will meet people who are pulling you forward or circumstances that will pull you forward you will meet people who are pulling you upward or circumstances that will pull you upward and you will meet people and circumstances that will make you to go deep down it's back forward staying in one place or rising above you will meet those four people it's a it's a guarantee but discernment will teach you what to do at each point in time where you experience that at each point in time where you experience that lift your hand and say lord my life is in your hand my time is in your hand my life is in your hand my time is in your hand i'm going to wrap it up next time and teach how do you develop and grow in discernment i'm 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 so i'm so i'm so fascinated i'm so really with discernment because god desire more than anything to open our eyes of understanding but are we positioned to hear properly lord in 2020 i don't want interference of noise i want to hear you clearly the way I do things, Lord, I, I, I don't want interference of noise. I just want to hear you clearly. I want to position my life. Sometimes your family commitment could become a noise. Sometimes your economic needs could become a noise. Sometimes your even your career progression could become a noise if it is not properly found in God and properly structured. Sometimes we excuse God, we explain things to God as if He didn't know what we're doing already. Oh, Father, we just come before you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. We trust you that as we go, as we are beginning to prepare for the year 2020, we trust you that you begin to align our ways, people,
people that will pull us forward, situation and circumstances that will pull us forward, situation and circumstances that will pull us upward and above circumstances and situation right now. Lord, we cry that you will give us understanding to know whether we are accurately positioned in you to hear clearly, to see clearly and to act wisely. We ask, dear Lord, that you will give us understanding to know who we need to let go and who we need to connect to. We ask for understanding, Lord, that you will give us wisdom to know who to submit to as a helpers of vision and destinies. That you will help us to understand where you have moved from. To you help us, that you will help us to understand the pain, the struggle that you are using to teach us, to prune us, to bring out the best in us. And Lord, that you will help us to discern opportunities that look very fertile, but that you are not in it. Relationship that looks comfortable, but your hand is not in it. Endeavors that looks promising, but your heart is not there. Help us, oh Lord, that we will not walk by sight, that we will walk by the Spirit. Help us that we will not be moved by the situation and circumstances we're going through. Knowing that weeping may endure for a night. But as long as we're secure in you, joy will come in the morning. That we will not falter and go back just because we've not seen answers to our prayers. We will hold on to you until we see change come. That in the world where there's a lot of misrepresentation of the word of God, in the world where there's a lot of distortion of the word of God, that we will be able to accurately discern and accurately prove the word of God. And we will hold on to that which is true. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. I trust the Lord as you go this week, that he will begin to reveal his counsel for your life to you. I pray that he will begin to order your steps into where you're supposed to be this season. That every helpers of vision that should be in your life, he will begin to align them your way. He will build his hedge round about you. He will build his wall of fire round about you. And that he will be the glory in the midst of your life. And he will give his angels charge over you that you will not stumble and you will not falter. In Jesus' mighty name.